Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Vents. This is Fed Weekly. A collaboration between Vice and Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture. get a cracking. This is Vent Daily. I'm Lauren Adiemi. I'm part of the Blueprint Collective. It is a group of creative young people at the heart of Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture. We are taking over the last two episodes of this Vent Daily mini-series. For the next two days, I'm sharing recordings of some conversations I facilitated with members of the Blueprint Collective, all about what family means to us. Just as a heads up, we recorded the audio over video call, so it may sound a little glitchy, but the quality of the conversations is 100%. Today we are talking about family businesses with Livio, Jess, Tyreek, Shreya, Abdul, Sophie, Eunice and Loshni. So just to start this off, could we just find out what family business means to everyone or like individuals? So if you want to go around and just say... Because I know a few of you guys are part of family businesses, so it'd be great to find out your opinion about this. Yeah, so I'm Livio, and um, my parents have a um, family restaurant in Queen's Park. I've had it for about 13 years. So since I was really young, I'm only 18, so I was like four or five when they opened it. So it's always been like a really, really big part of my life. And it's been good and also stressful as well, because obviously we opened a couple of years before the financial crash. So it's kind of like, in a sense, coloured um, quite a big portion of my life. There hasn't really been like a high degree of separation between my life and the family business. Like I spent a lot of time there as a child and like we've always spoken about it in the family home as well as at the restaurant. So it's always been a huge part of my life. Tyree? Uh, I'll go second. I see family business as just a drive that I've learned from my family to just gain more. I've learned it from them, from my grandparents having a school to my mum owning like three different businesses or at least starting three different businesses. So it's more of a drive to gain more and learn different aspects in different parts of people's workplaces. So different jobs and other stuff like that. And because you and your mum run a business together, right? Yeah, yeah, we run a business together. Entrepreneurial Toolbox, basically. So we provide um, planners, kind of courses to be fair, but planners for different kind of people. So people that are starting, want to be teachers, it's a planner for you to, for the things you need to learn to become a teacher and then we have entrepreneurs so there's a planner for people that want to start their own businesses so it's a start planner so we go through all the aspects of that as well and then i think we're writing the web creators one as well so for people that want to start a website as well um the info you need as well that's another thing we're starting up but yeah and jess because i know that both your parents yeah so both my parents have their own business um my mom's got a hair salon she's had it for I can't remember the years, but definitely way over 10 years because, again, like I remember being quite young, being like the end of primary school, like beginning of six, and I would always go to the salon to help out like on the weekends. Whereas my dad, he's got a bar, and again, he's had it for over 10 years too. So I've always helped as well at like, here. So I've always been like torn between helping 
helping out at both of them. Um, and again, they're very, so the family businesses are very integrated into like our family home. We talk about family business at home. They're not like seen as like separate things. They're very inclusive within our family life as well. What pressures come with being part of a family business or owning a business? For me, like family business isn't a tangible thing. It's more of a work ethic. So um, I we don't have a fa- like a tangible family business, but we've always had that kind of pressure from my parents uh, to kind of follow in their footsteps, mainly mm. from my dad rather than my mom. My mom's kind of lenient now. She's <laughs> she's she's chilling out. Yeah. Um, my dad has always had that kind of very determined approach, uh, definitely to try and get me to follow in his footsteps, which is crazy because he only started following his own dream later in life. So he didn't actually get into that proper. Um, university education until recent years so it's really interesting to see how like he wanted me to follow him even though I wasn't even at that stage yet and he had already passed that stage but yeah it was definitely interesting um there were a lot of problems because um, I didn't know what I wanted to do um still even now even though I kind of have this idea of what I want to go into it's always that constant fear of disappointment because you've already made the choice to go against what your parent wants mm. So now you have to prove that you're going to be the best and have that competitive edge at whatever you choose. And anyone else who's not directly in a family business, do you have any similar views to Sophie or any views on like pressures of being part of the family and expectations? So um, I think quite similar to what Sophie was saying, with both my parents having the family business, for me it was kind of the opposite. I had the pressure of not starting my own business and going to uni and kind of following like a more academic approach career-wise. But then, so I did that, I went to uni, but then now that I finished uni and that I finished uni, I graduated like two years ago, I kind of want to start my own business or like kind of work within the family business and then branch out into my own business. So I think that was a bit of a shock for my parents because I followed an academic route and now they're like, now you want to do what we're doing. So they were a bit like, oh my God, like, are you sure you want to do this? There's a lot of pressures with having your own business. It's not as easy as it seems, like why not just like, you know, have a nine to five, at least that way you can go home, you know, it's a peace of mind because you're not like having to worry about, oh, if you don't have business, et cetera, et cetera. So I think for me, it was like the opposite in terms of the pressure because I wasn't expected to, you know, help like or actually pursue a career within the family business. But I've now made that decision that I want to. So yeah, so I think for me, we're kind of like the opposite kind of pressure. For me, it's less of a thing of, I need to continue my family's business and the pressure doesn't come from my family but it more comes from the reputation of my family with starting businesses so I have a lot of family members that have started their own businesses I've got an uncle with a tech company I've got other, my grandparents are in the school my mom my uncles but then it's the fact of how big of, are you going to take the company because most of my family members are all young so my grandparents or well, my great-grandparents kids my grandparents and them uncles and stuff, they're all in the like 50, 60s to 40 year range. So they're all pretty young for a grandparent. Mm-hmm. And all my uncles are all in their 30s. So everyone's pretty much just started a business. So at this point, it's just pressure from my family whose business is going to be the best business. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to just now, now I'm joining the race of who's going to have the best business. And it's kind of a thing of, I don't know, like we're going to see but that pressure is very, very tough. And if you don't go the business route, your academic route has to be good. Yeah. 
you've got to make that choice. And when you do it, you've got to do it to the best of your ability. Because it's not your family mm-hmm. getting onto you. It's the people around your yeah. family. When you go to these family events and this person's doing this and that person's doing that, and they're having all these conversations and they're not putting you in it. Like, obviously... If you don't care, you don't care. But like, you'll get to a point where, bro, I don't want to hear this anymore, and you just won't go anymore. <laughs> so that's that's probably the only pressure that I really feel. But besides that, my family, I don't get no pressures for anything. Besides mm-hmm. just making sure I do well, whatever I do. Livia, I know you mentioned something about more so pressure from outside influences, so maybe clients and stuff. So yeah, I feel like even for my parents, like they have never felt like that kind of pressure to be part of their own business, if that makes sense, because they started it quite, not late in life, but they started it in their kind of like 40s and 50s. So kind of even for them, I don't think they see it as necessarily like a family business, which has been which has been going on for years and years and years. They see it, yeah. I think, as like just a certain stage in their life because they both had jobs before. At least I've never felt any kind of expectation from my family to carry on the, the really the only time I've ever um had someone ask me are you going to carry on the family businesses from like customers at the restaurant when I'm working and things like that like there's mm. never been that in my family I feel like it's more of like an outside influence and like I know that my parents are absolutely fine with me doing whatever I want in life in fact having been so young when we started the family business I think they know how much I've seen of the extreme pressures which a family business can put mm-hmm. on not just the people who own it, but the rest of the family. I feel like they have their kind of like view of that as adults, but they know that I have my own view of it as a child and they respect the fact that I probably don't want to do that because like I've seen the stress that it can cause. And then just leaning on that, do you guys think you have different visions for yourself than what your parents have for you as well? So like, what, what about what do you want to do and like conversations around that? I feel like my parents now know what I want to do or like at least what I think I want to do. So they're quite supportive now in that sense. But I always still feel sometimes that maybe I'm not doing what they really want me to do, um, mm-hmm. even though they're not doing what they want to do either because life is not set up that way. Some, you know, you go to school for like most of your early life, you get a job and then that's it. Do you know what I mean? That's usually how it goes. So mm-hmm. I feel like, there's not too much um, animosity towards what I'm doing in that sense, because I feel like they still have the potential to do what they want as well. What I bring home usually dictates <laughs> what they will say about it or how they'll feel about it in the future. Usually you can tell when they want something else for you. But my parents are not usually the type of parents that will force that on me directly, but they will do a little subliminal messages here <laughs> and there as they do, especially my dad. <laughs> um, that's kind of his thing. Like you got hints there, like here and there. Like, are you sure this is what we want to be doing? Or this person, your friend, who got the A stars at GCSE, she's doing this, this, and this. Yeah. And I'm like, um, yeah. <laughs> oh my, God. my GCSEs or my A levels or my uni degree. So I don't know why you're mentioning it, kind of thing. But you can tell it's usually like a push to just do something more on top of what I already want to do. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST. 
I don't know if anyone can relate, but um, being a kind of child of immigrant parents, I've always had this really like hardworking mindset ingrained within me mm-hmm. since from like from when I was really young. And I guess that is something I, I want to carry forward throughout my entire life. But I think the kind of miscommunication between my parents is that I'm someone who's like, um, like work hard, play hard. And I will separate my um, mm-hmm. like leisure from my work. And I like to have a really good work life balance. But for them, I think because like when they came to this country it's always been work 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 24 7 and there was that like pressure of money and that kind of thing I do feel it but not being able to feel that to the most is kind of yeah I don't know if anyone can relate to the feeling of sometimes feeling a bit lazy around their head yeah. oh, you said, oh my god yeah. Oh no, I shouldn't yeah. be talking very quick. They're still working. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get more stressed about that. So I don't know. Maybe I think there's a bit of kind of a kind of mental health side to this as well. No, nah, going on to that, I feel that as well a lot with my mum because um, my mum had me at 16 and she was by herself taking care of me because she had left her family house because of family issues. So I went to go stay with my family in Ghana. When I came back, I was around like 12, 13. That's when I started helping my mum with work, with editing and stuff because she was staying up late nights and I didn't like it. But that's why I started learning, working, 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 and I started becoming a lot more hardworking. But in the years coming, obviously, since over time you obviously grow in your business, I've become a bit more lazy with my with work. And my expectations for my mum, she doesn't expect me to carry on with family business. She expects me to do what I'm going to do to the fullest. Mm. And I've been a bit lazy with my own stuff, which is what she doesn't like about it. So it's it's less of a thing. She don't have pressure. Like it's not a pressure to do what she wants me to do. It's more. Of, if I'm going to do what I want to do, I have to do it right. And the laziness of not working together and all that other stuff, it, when it hits, it's just... Because I'm not having it as hard as she, she had it. So the situations where she had to work through and stuff she had to do, I don't have those, I don't have that experience or I haven't had that, that happen to me where I have to work as hard. Yeah. So for me, I would like, I do get a very lazy. I would say probably 45% of the time, I'm probably lazy. <laughs> so... Yeah. It's hard and it, it gets to me, but lately I've I've learned to find ways to fix those type of issues. So lately I can't work, let's say, do some editing, for instance. I found somewhere to outsource to to get unlimited um, designs for me or something. Like that type of stuff that I've tried to do to, to help my, my laziness, to be fair. Abdul, have you got any opinions on this either? It's like your family's vision and your vision about your life? and To be honest, for like... Uh... A South Asian family, they haven't been too strict on me. Mm. I've, I've been able to be flexible with what I want to do. For example, they didn't force me to go to university, even though they, they did drop hints. Because South Asians, they like to compare with other families, like this person went to university, this person at university. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah. like, You're like family. every family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, man. Uh, because first of all, I know I know about myself. Like I don't I don't study. I'm like a, I'm good at academia, but going to university and being me. boxed in a room is not like it's not me. I can't study in a room for so long. I'm more of a practical, hand-on guy type of guy. So I told them this, and they're like, "Okay, cool, no problem." So I'm more in like uh, apprenticeship type of route, and just kind of branching out whatever I want to do afterwards. So free spirited, you can say. Shreya, have you got any opinions or um, same as Abdul really? Because the thing is that I'm from an Asian background and we don't have a family business, so my my pressure was with studies. Whenever I used to do my books or something, my mom used to just sit next to me and just like, "You need to do this." She's gonna make a whole timetable for me. Study this, study that. <laughs> it's like that, and then if I don't do it, then she'll compare me to my friend. Look where she is, where she goes. <laughs> so it's like more with family. It's like 
pressure on studies, but now she's a bit flexible, I think, because I've re-aged now, so now she's a bit flexible. She's like, just do what you're good at. If you think you can do it, then do it. And then parents give up after a certain time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Especially if they see that you're doing well anyway, they don't really... Yeah, exactly. Have you had those deep conversations with your parents about what you want to do next? So, like, are you going to run the family business or are you going to chase your own careers or... Are you going to start your own business? Because for, let's say if I, I want to first gain experience in the field I want to go into, I did say if I if I go into, let's say if I become an electrician, if I carry on with this route and I gain some expertise and I gain colleagues there, I'll go on a branch of my own company or something where I can provide these services. Also go into like a property business or something like that. So I kind of give them my ideas and uh, they've been kind of receptive to it. And I was like, all right, no problem. So they're like, all right, first do what you need to do but obviously to put your effort in it and then after go ahead with it so i would say it has been quite good when i have spoken about my future plans and so on with me um i've spoken to them they've known what i've always wanted to do since i was like five so it's a thing of they're just kind of waiting for me to get there now i just mm-hmm. like to put my head in the game when you see the end results you see it i'm that type of person so i haven't really sat down and spoke to them but they know where i'm heading and they know the route that I want to take. So I feel like as long as my parents know the route I'm going down, mm. I think I'm fine. What is it that you want to do? Uh, I want to become, hopefully one day, a head teacher. That's like my final goal. That's amazing. Thank you. Honestly. Jess, have you got any opinions on this? So again, with me, how I mentioned before, I do want to now continue in one of the family businesses. Um, so for me to get those skills, obviously, because I, I went to uni and I did a completely different degree. It has nothing to do with the beauty industry. Um, I obviously have to now get other qualifications um, and skills. So now I have to go back to, you know, I need, I need to do like a short course. I have to go back to learning new stuff. And this obviously comes at a cost. So I've agreed like with my parents that they're going to support me one last time. Um, my time is running out. So they're going to support me with this last like little career change. And then again, working at my mum's is going to be quite helpful and beneficial to me because I didn't necessarily have to pay rent at the beginning. So again, it's like a, it's a good stepping stone because I have the venue, I have the location. So I just need to focus on doing really well now at this new like business idea and stuff. My family members are supportive mentally, less <laughs> financially. Mm-hmm. To be fair to them, the business route which I'm going is more app development. And within that, you need money to produce any sort of content. So I have to talk better, which is also a way of just learning to, because I'm going to eventually have to speak to investors. So I'm getting better with actually getting people to actually give money. So they're helpful, but I think it's just the effect is not as big because of the industry that I've chosen to join into. And then just on the terms of like having to say no have you guys ever had to say no to something and felt really bad or you don't mind saying no to your parents you ever push back covering yeah so I don't actually work at either of my parents businesses but I've always had to help and yeah I've been paid there's like times I haven't been paid either but I feel like it's a like it's been hard for example the pressure of like saying you know if they've asked you to do like a weekend shift like at my dad's for example he has a bar they're open until late but then for me especially at my age, my weekends are like my priority because that's when I can catch up with friends, I can go out. So sometimes, you know, it's like 
me doing them a favor, but then also then doing me a favor by paying me. But then sometimes I just feel like, no, I don't want to come in and help. Or going to my mum's as well, there'll be times where she opens at nine. So I'm like, oh, I want to have a lie-in today, but I've agreed to help my mum at the salon tomorrow. So it's like not wanting to disappoint them. Not that they're going to like, you know, be really annoyed at me or get angry at me, but it's more like, this like a mutual respect for wanting to help out because it's the family business. I also feel like as well, because I went to boarding school, which is um, how I know Lauren, I already didn't have that much time at home. And there mm-hmm. has always been this expectation. I mean, I, I started like properly working at the restaurant when I was like 13 or 14. And I was obviously really, really happy to do that. As in, it's like extra mm-hmm. money or whatever. It's, it's not like yeah. you feel really, really grown up when you start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But especially as I got older, already I wasn't spending that much time at home. So if I was home for like a half term or something and somebody needed their shift covering, I would always feel really, really bad saying no because my parents have a chronic habit of like understaffing the restaurant anyway. So I always knew that if I didn't say yes to that shift or if one of my sisters didn't say yes to that shift, then if I said no and I was doing whatever with friends or relaxing at home, mm. I would always just have this image in my mind of like my mum and my dad yeah. like running around like headless chickens to get this thing to work. So like I did always say yes and that was kind of frustrating. But then I also feel like mm-hmm. I have to kind of like balance out that view because I am really lucky to have been able to always work when I want to work um, mm-hmm. and to always because it makes you feel grown up especially when you start working young. Yeah. like you do mm-hmm. feel like you have some experience and like you kind of have like a little slice of the adult world like I have no feelings of resentment towards anyone mm-hmm. for that expectation because it's it's been fun as all South Asians kind of do, they have like this corner shop where they have uh, their shop. So my uncle also had like a couple of shops, a couple of properties that he owned. So when you're younger, you kind of like ask me, you know, you know come and help me out with the, all this sort of stuff. And I'll tell you, man, that was backbreaking labor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no problem. I was sweating like a pig. But so yeah, at times, obviously, you don't want to do it. But then you like have to, you know, it's family network. What can you do? Uh, so then you're like, all right, cool, let's go, let's go with it. And to be honest, it was, it was all right. I got good exercise out of it. After a while, you kind of get used to it. And as uh, Livio said, you kind of get a slice of the adult world. Sorry, I feel like it really helps you socially as well. Especially, yeah, um, like Olivia said, if you've been introduced to it quite young, it helps you socially. But I feel like it's also nice because when I go to either of businesses and I meet clients that have been, you know, like regular clients that have kind of seen me grow up, it's a nice feeling, like you get to have like a connection with the client, and I feel like it's rewarding. Like the social side of it is rewarding. On frustrations, for instance, what are the typical frustrations with running a family business or a business in general, if anyone has a business? When it's your own business, I feel like the pressure of having to always be like hands on. We have to consider like even family holidays. It's such a struggle for like all of us, or like for both my parents, are both trying to arrange that they get time off together and to make sure that there's someone there like running things whilst they're away as I got older like we started going on on less family holidays and everyone started just going like doing their own thing um because it just became too much hassle to try and because when they would have like for them it was perfect to go during periods when we were like at school because it'd be like less busy etc but then on holiday periods like they preferred it because it was a a lot busier because there was more you know families were going out more etc so it always clashes with them they're like time off. The only thing really that bothers me is the whole comparison thing that I touched upon before. Um, literally, I could be doing everything and like anything correctly to the highest possible standard. And there will always be that 
okay, but your friend did this, or this person is doing that right now. Why are you doing that? And I'm like, I totally agree. Because we're on completely <laughs> life. Like, I don't want to be uh, like a biomed student, or I don't want to be yeah. a pilot. Do you know what I mean? I'd literally <laughs> and like script write and do things like that. And my dad always saw like media subjects or English based subjects. If they weren't to be a teacher, then they were pointless. So if I was learning to do things just for the fun of it, he found it very, like, very stupid. But after a while, when he realized that there were, like, lots of money in things like being, like, a presenter or being a, a script writer or videographer, things like that, he's like, oh, like, maybe, you know, maybe not. he will allow it. But there's definitely that. And then also the fact of, I've been talking about my dad a lot being quite harsh with what he wants and expects, but also my mum probably not being harsh enough mm-hmm. uh, with things like that. There's also that dynamic as well. Honestly, when I've looked back at it now, now that I'm like an adult and I can make my own choices and whatever, I've established that I don't have a curfew anymore. You know, I've turned, can I go somewhere to, I am going somewhere. I realise these frustrations, they're, they're minimal. I can literally just rant to my best friend. Um, or I can literally go on Twitter and you know or make even a video about it do you know what I mean so there's honestly nothing really that's bothering me too much now in terms of um, the family dynamic and the family business work ethic Thank you for listening to Vent Weekly this episode was produced by the Vent production team Jess Lawson Amelia Gill Mareed Majid and Arlie Adlington with help from Amanda Fernandez. Deandra Nasligawa and the Blueprint Collective. Venn is a collaboration between Vice and Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.